Quincy Jones has been a major musical force in Hollywood for many years, scoring films and producing hit albums not only for himself, but for other artists. He's one of those rare individuals who just keeps getting better and better with time. He was the musical genius behind one of the world's most successful charitable events. He was a producer for one of the most controversial and innovative movies ever made. He has composed music for some of our most popular television series. For over four decades, Quincy Jones shared his special talents with the world. And on this bright, sunny afternoon, he shared with us his home, his family, and a friendly game of pool. As we sat down to talk, he started by saying what has changed in the music industry over the past 40 years. The sociological pace is always uh, reflected in the music. I've watched uh, everything from you know the last, last four decades, from the swing bands, the big bands, to uh, folk music, to doo-wop and rock and roll and all these things. You see these things start and end in some cases. Uh, and it's uh, interesting to see what is a common denominator that stays around forever, and that's melody. <laughs> melody, I've always considered king, you know. Growing up in Chicago, would you say that you were a child prodigy? And where exactly did you get your musical inspiration from? Well, uh, I didn't start in Chicago, actually. I, I, uh, I was born in Chicago and was raised there until I was 10 years old. And one of the early influences in Chicago came from next door to us when we lived at 3631 Prairie. And there was a lady named Lucy. She used to play stride piano. And my father used to take me to, to stay with my grandmother in Louisville, Kentucky, and my other grandmother in St. Louis. We spent the summers down there, and I remember that the, my grandmother in St. Louis used to have one of those wind-up Victrolas, she used to call it. But uh, I guess it all happened in Seattle, in Bremerton, Washington, about 13 years old. And I started to sing with a gospel group, like kind of a street corner group, you know, called The Challenges. And started to get interested in all the band instruments, and uh, eventually I got to where I really wanted to be, and that was with trumpet. Few people remember Quincy plays the trumpet since his roles recently have been as conductor, composer, arranger, or producer. He's a man behind Michael Jackson's last three blockbuster albums, not to mention his other innumerable awards and accomplishments. Now he's back in the studio working on his next album. Most people nowadays think of you more as a producer, but actually, you got your start as a performer. When we worked in Seattle, uh, Ray Charles and I came up together. He was 16 years old, I was 14. and We had our little bands, and we worked the Rock and Chair and the Black and Tan and uh, the Washington Educational Social Club. We worked nightclubs, we put our ages up uh, so we could get into clubs legally. When would you say that the producing bug hit you? Producing is a funny word, Daryl. It's uh, uh, for years in New York, most arrangers and conductors functioned like producers because we didn't have that word until just recently, you know, maybe 10, 15 years ago. For instance, uh, jazz a saxophone player and his brother came into New York. This must have been 50, 1955. And they came down to my little basement apartment at 92nd Street, and this dude could play. He had a little 
78 with a blue label on it, and it was Cannonball and Nat Adderley, and he just come in from Florida. And so I remember calling up Bobby Shad at Mercury Records, and Clark Terry and I talked. I said, man, this dude is really something else. And I said, Bobby, this is a guy you ought to record. So Bobby was the head of the A&R department at Mercury, and he'd say, great, I don't need to hear him. Just write 10 arrangements, call the musicians, and you, we'll meet in the studio next Tuesday. That's what, you know, and that's how we really got our conditioning and our basic training as producers because you had to do everything. Does living out here in these beautiful Bel Air mountains help you to be focused? It's a healthy environment and so forth, but in my soul, you know, I, I always try, try to keep 36 in Prairie and Louisville in, 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 in focus because uh, joy is in relationship to what the pain was about, you know, and the, the disadvantages and so forth. So they all part of it. It gives you a 360 range, you know, if you can realize, always remember what you came from, too. What is a day in the life of Quincy Jones like? Well, it's pretty wild melody sometimes. <laughs> a lot of 16th notes. <laughs> but I, I like, I like uh, a lot of things going on at the same time. I really do. I always have, and it's not. It's uh, out of uh, that chaos, some, how there's an order, because with the chaos around, it makes me be very cool, under the fire, and you have to train yourself to hold up under that pressure, too, because it's a, it's a lot of pressure. And you have to have an attitude about it. You have to have a melody. 